Good morning and welcome to the NCSA Mental Health Devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I'll be your host for this morning's worship. Before we start, I'd like to invite you to close your eyes for a prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you that even though the days are dark, that we know that the light of your brightness shines upon our path and that you have not forsaken us and you have not left us. And Lord, my prayer this morning is is that if we feel weak, if we feel weary, that we will find shelter under the wings of you. Lord, that we will come to you, though we are weak and weary, and that we will find rest. Bless us, Lord, if we are exhausted. Refresh us through your presence in our lives, is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'd like to read for you a verse out of the book of Amos, chapter 5, verse 8. It says, Seek him that makes the seven stars and the Orion, and turns the shadow of death into morning, and makes the day dark with night, that calls the waters of the sea and pours them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. The title for my talk this morning is A Place of Refreshing, Rest, and Refuge. So I want to speak to you about shadows. A shadow you see can be a good or a bad thing. When I am feeling down and depressed, you know, lost, unconscious, withering, whatever it may be, I I do not really enjoy cloudy days or rainy days. I I like sunshine, you know, and to have light and to feel the hope within the sunshine. And when I'm feeling worn out or overworked or exhausted, I want to have a cool shadow to keep me, you know, cool and shade to rest in. You see, usually when you sit in the shade, there is still sunlight. It's not an overwhelming type of shadow, but not so with what the Bible calls the shadow of death. There, there is no sun. It is just darkness. This is where many people find themselves amidst what is called the shadow of the valley of death. And maybe some of you have experienced this type of shadow, an overwhelming shadow with no sunlight in it, as your daily experience. And we read in the Bible about this thing called the shadow of death, where many people walk, sit, or even dwell in. Luke chapter 1 verse 79 speaks of these type of people. It says, they that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And I find this verse interesting because it speaks about people sitting in darkness, in the darkness of the shadow of death. You see, some of us have made our home in the darkness. We have gone and we have sat down in the shadow of death. We have become comfortable with the darknesses of our lives. We get used to suffering, almost welcoming it. It becomes kind of addictive sometimes. And I think of an example of a young lady explaining how this could happen. She says, I was born in the ghetto. I looked death in the face three times in my life. I spent years living with an addiction an eating disorder. My father left me when I was just a little girl. I had to be hospitalized for major surgeries twice in my life. And I spent most of my life medicated for physical and mental ailments. And you see, sometimes what happens is is that you become attached to the feeling of suffering. When you've experienced so much suffering, when you've walked through the shadow of the valley of death so many times, sometimes we become used to it and we end up sitting down. Um, She says that these experiences that she had was a constant in her life. The darkness of the shadow of death would never let her down. It is true that this shadow of death can be constant in the lives of many. And this is outside of our control from time to time. And sometimes we do end up going and sitting down or living in the shadow of death because it is outside of our control. But sometimes we we tend to, you know, sit down and we become comfortable with it. And this is really dangerous. So how we react to maybe even this constant having to walk through the valley of the shadow of death is that we need to realize that we must not sit down. We have to keep moving moving. There's a saying that goes that says, when you're going through hell, keep going. 
So we got to keep moving. We got to keep moving with the light. You see, when David spoke about walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He didn't say, I sit down. And there really is hope for those who have gotten into situations, you know, outside of their control, where the valley of the shadow of death is something that they're constantly faced with. Um, And without choosing it, it has become part of their living. It has become part of their daily living. But then there's even hope for those who have chosen to sit down. Um, People who are, for example, prisoners, lawbreakers, workaholics, the fallen, the troubled, who have chosen to live in the valley of the shadow of death. And we can read about these types of people in Psalms 107 verse 10 up until verse 14. It says, some were living, and I believe this is by choice, in the gloom of darkness, prisoners suffering in chains because they had rebelled against the commandments of God and had rejected his instructions. They were worn out from hard work. They would, they were fallen down and none would help them. Then in their trouble, they called to the Lord and he saved them from their distress. Psalms 107 verse 14 says, he brought them out of their darkness. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains to pieces. And it says that they must thank the Lord for his constant love and for the wonderful things that he did for them. And we see here that you get two types of people, those who, who, you know, through circumstances of life have been passing through the valley of the shadow of death and have been living in this kind of experience for most of their lives. And you get those who have chosen the valley of the shadow of death, who have chosen through the disobedience of God's law to, to be in this situation. But the Lord says there's hope for each of them. He can bring each of us through these valleys, whether it is that we are there by choice or whether it is there by circumstances. Psalms 23 verse 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And it's interesting that when David speaks about this valley of the shadow of death that he finds himself in, probably, you know, not because of his own choosing, but because of circumstances, it says that he walks through it. He does not run. He doesn't quicken his pace. He calmly walks with God. And the fact that he walks indicates that he knows the road. He knows how it's going to end because God predestines the end. Um, And therefore he walks through it. He feels quite safe and therefore he's perfectly calm and composed. He does not run through it. He doesn't get alarmed. He also does not stand still or go and sit still. Um, um, he, He goes through it. So what exactly is the valley of the shadow of death? You see, it's not called the valley of death, but the valley of the shadow of death. Because the second death has been removed, and it is only the shadow of it that remains, which we call the first death. And even the shadow of the valley of death could be possibly bodily harm. In other words, there's going to be hardships. We're going to face the first death. We're going to face some harm upon this world. But just remember that where there is a shadow, there must always be light somewhere. There cannot be a shadow without their light being somewhere. And truly, there is a light. Isaiah 9 verse 2 says, The people that walked in the darkness, see how they're walking, they're keeping on, they're going, have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. And here Isaiah is saying, for those who are walking through it, for those who are passing through it, there is light. But even for those who are living in it, you know, even with whether it is through choice or not through choice, there is hope. There is a light that is still shining. God is still reaching out saying, let me help you out of the darkness. So even though you are living or whether you are sitting or whether you are standing or walking through the shadow of death, bad experiences, Christ will be your light. Look unto him. 
So as I said, sometimes when we sit, walk or dwell in the shadow of death, this can be internal experiences or external experiences. Internal experiences of darkness can be things like mental and emotional struggles, battles within your heart and your mind. External struggles can be things like facing difficult people or cruel environments in your work or in your home. And remember that where there is a shadow, there is a light. And we need to keep looking towards the light, whether we're experiencing internal darkness or external darkness. But you see, the shadow of death is not going to just disappear yet. We need to realize that in order for us to deal with the shadow of death, we need to look to another shadow. And the Bible calls this taking shelter in the shadow of God's wings. You see, the shadow of God's wings is a place where you can abide, where you can hide, where you can dwell and live and take refuge. Psalm 17 verse 8 says, Keep me as the apple of thine eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. And I think of the word hide. You usually hide when you are afraid. David is saying here that the Lord's wings is a place where he can hide when he is scared. Psalms 57 verse 1, you know, David, you know, sort of like goes further and he says, My soul trusts in thee. Yes, in the shadow of thy wings will I take refuge until these calamities calamities pass by. David is saying when he is in danger, when there are calamities all around, he says he will take refuge under the wings of the Lord. It is there that he will find safety. And then he he goes a little bit further in Psalms 91 verse 1 and he says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And, And I love this verse and I love these three verses because it shows a progression in the life of David. Firstly, he talks about when he is afraid. He talks about when he is in danger. And he says that the first thing he does is he hides. Then he finds refuge. But then he says in Psalms 91, he says, then he dwells under the shadow of the Almighty. And and this is interesting to me because there's a progression taking place. Firstly, he goes to the Lord as a hideout. Then he uses the Lord as a, a place of refuge, a shelter. But then later he makes the Lord his dwelling place, his home. And I think that a lot of times when we go through the darknesses of life, we, we grow in our relationship with the Lord. Where from time to time we go to him as a hideout, you know. We, we don't make him a constant in our life. We just go there when we're afraid or, or when we are in danger and we use him as a shelter. You know, a shelter is a temporary home. A hideout is just a place you go to until the, the danger has passed by. But I see here David making the Lord his dwelling place. He makes the Lord his home. You see, David started out with a hiding place. He went to a temporary refuge, but now he says the shadow of God's wing has become his permanent home, his permanent dwelling place. And I I no wonder why he would do this. Because the shadow of death, as we said, is not going to disappear. There's going to be hardships and heartaches. And why run to and fro to the Lord? Why not just stay with him and make the shadow of God's wings your home? You see... The wings of the Lord offers us safety, shelter, and shade. Yes, a hideout, a shelter, but definitely also a home. And when we are faced with various things, for example, when we are faced with um, poverty, helplessness, or times of trouble, Isaiah 25 verse 4 says, The poor and the helpless have fled to you, and you have been their safety in times of trouble. You have given them shelter from the storm and a shade from the burning heat. Cruel enemies attack them like a winter storm, but you protect them. Isaiah 25 verse 5 says, But you, Lord, have silenced the enemies. You have silenced the shouts of cool people as a cloud that cools the day. We can find shelter from the... 
under the Lord's wings. When we are poor, when we are helpless, when we are in times of trouble or from cruel people, when the storms of life overwhelms us, Psalms 57 verse 1 says we can go to the Lord. Be merciful to me, O Lord. Be merciful because I come to you for safety. In the shadow of your wings, I find protection until the raging storms are over. And then Isaiah 16 verse 3 says that we can find rest, refuge and a cool refreshing in the presence of the the shelter of God's wings. It says, protect us like a tree that casts a cool shadow in the heat of the noon and let us rest in your shade. We are refugees. Hide us where no one can find us. And I believe that these verses are telling us is that the Lord can be our safety, our shelter, our shade, our rest, our refuge and our cool refreshing. Lamentations 4 verse 20 tells us that yes, there is going to be a time where we have to live in the shadow of the valley of darkness. It says under his shadow, however, we will live amongst heathens. So while under his shadow, we can successfully move through and endure the shadow of death. Despite the fact that we have to be in this world, the Lord has prayed for us that the Lord, that that his father will protect us in the world. So make a choice today under which shade will you find yourself in the midst of the 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 shadow of the valley of death will you make the the shadow of god's wings your refuge your your safety will you make it your home Today, the Lord is offering you safety, shelter, and shade under his wings. He can be your hideout, your refuge, or your permanent home. Where will you find the refreshing rest and refuge? It will be in the hands of the Lord. And there's a bonus promise. Hosea 14 verse 7 tells us that not only will we find rest, refuge, and a refreshing or safety, shelter, and shade, but it says that they that dwell under the shadow under his shadow shall return they shall revive as the corn and they will grow as the vine and the scent thereof shall be as the wine of lebanon in other words the lord is saying that when you dwell under his wings when you find yourself in the shadow of his wings he will help you to return to his image he will revive your weary soul and he will also help you experience regrowth and the life of a life that was once lost so my prayer for you today is is that despite the shadow of the valley of death that you will choose to dwell under the shadow of the wings of god so that he will be your safety your shelter your shade so that you will find a hideout a refuge and a permanent home with him that you will be refreshed so that you can rest and find a refuge in him and that the lord will help you while you are there to return into his image that you will be revived through him and that you will also experience a regrowth in life a new life that will bring you hope and that will bring you happiness may god bless you The Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word yes to plus 27836584296. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at 8 a.m. Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. 
If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word YES to plus 27836584296. And now, may your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.